Fashion and beauty are serious business. On this podcast, we will hear from amazing creative entrepreneurs. Join us as we explore their unique success stories, learn from experts, and hear about their journeys. Steve Jobs famously said that, the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. So let's get crazy. I'm your host, Ann Zuckerman, and this is the Just Wanted to Ask podcast. I'm so happy that I'm here today with Karina Hatton. Karina Hatton wants to help entrepreneurs grow their boutique businesses. After scaling her own clothing boutique, Knitted Bell, to seven figures, she embarked on a mission to help others do the same. Karina has always loved business. She started her own business. At the age of five, selling magazines door to door, her first real job was as a cashier at a local garden center. She loved that job and learned to work every single area of the store by the time she was 14. Born from her entrepreneurial spirit combined with her love of fashion, Knitted Bell Boutique has truly been a dream come true. Not only does Karina get to do what she loves, she's been able to scale her online business to an impressive seven figures. Having experienced the unique challenges of building a successful online fashion business, Karina decided to put her knowledge to good use and help other entrepreneurs or soon-to-be entrepreneurs start and grow their businesses. She is now a sought-after coach, having helped hundreds of boutique owners experience growth that they only dreamed of before working with Karina. Welcome, Karina to the Just Wanted to Ask podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Yes, so excited to be here. Thank you. So I, we all have challenges, but we rarely speak about them. So how did you move from brick and mortar to the e-commerce space? Gosh, um, I think it was after my first really big defeat, I saw one of our businesses, actually a couple of our businesses that we closed down, I saw the amount of overhead that those businesses had, like tens of thousands of dollars every single month. And I thought, you know, I am not interested in being committed to paying that much money out for anything for a long time because I was literally just burned out. And so I thought, well, what can I do that I don't have to make that huge commitment, you know, of a building and, you know, all the things that go with it. I mean, if you have ever owned a business um, that's in brick and mortar, you understand that, you know, there are some huge expenses coming every single month and they're fixed costs. And whether you make your sales or not, you're responsible for them. So that's why I decided to transition into online. I thought, okay, let me see how I can do this by cutting out all those expenses. I totally understand. And I know it well, because I came from brick and mortar and I told people, uh, my mother who started her business was really good to me, but she didn't buy me the building. And so I faced the same challenges that you have. So, and how did you choose your target market in the area that you wanted to go into? 
Well, it's super funny, I think, in looking back, because I had never shopped at a boutique before in my life, and I didn't even know they existed. So I've always been really super interested in fashion. So I started like looking up like clothing stores. <laughs> I discovered a big boutique website and I thought, what in the world is this? You know, where has this been all my life? I was shopping at like the big box stores at the mall. I had no idea that you could get clothes like that. Um, so I was first in awe and I thought, okay, I really want to do this. Where do they get their stuff? How do they do this? Um, but I knew that I couldn't just go in, right, and just start a, a boutique because I didn't have a bunch of cash, right? I only had a couple hundred bucks because if you've heard any of my story, we had just lost our behinds on some business failures. I mean, to the tune of seven figures. And it, I, I just, I mentally could not invest um, I couldn't tell my husband that I was going to take another risk after what had just happened. Um, I, I was, I had basically just gone through a nervous breakdown. <laughs> I'm surprised in looking back that my husband and I survived that our marriage survived because it was so stressful. So I wasn't about to invest a bunch of money in it. So um, I did end up figuring out using my, my vast IT knowledge. Um, I did some research and I thought, well, where are the gaps in what they're doing? And I started reading because I thought, well, if I'm going to do this, I want to like, I want to be better at them than something so that people will shop with me. So I started off by reading the comments, like the product reviews, the, the store reviews, what were people saying? And I, I saw that there was a gap in plus sizes. And a lot of ladies were very frustrated that were bigger than a large because they couldn't find anything cute in their size. And it wasn't totally the boutique's fault because at the time that I started out, there were very few vendors carrying plus sizes, honestly. And it would have taken some effort for them to start carrying plus sizes, they would have had to have realized there was an issue and put some work into finding vendors. So that's where I started was in the gaps. That's amazing. And the way you did your research is also amazing because it it's overlooked. You know, yeah. we think we know so much and yet there's so much we don't know. And sometimes we're limited in our beliefs. We have a mindset and then we don't look outside it. So that's yeah. wonderful. So what are the biggest challenges? I know you do a lot of coaching, which is amazing. Uh, what are the biggest challenges with the women that you coach? And I know that uh, you're not opposed to having men as well. So, right. but I just challenges. Not, yeah. I just haven't had any men actually want to be in the program, which I have a lot to say about that, but that's a story for a different day. Um, <laughs> some of the challenges, the main challenge is, will this work for me? Right. Uh, there are a lot of ladies that I talk to that don't have the belief and I can tell you from an initial conversation, if someone will be successful or not based on their beliefs and whether it will work. If they don't think it'll work, it's not going to work. And it's truly, it's so interesting to me that your mind is so powerful. 
I have had some ladies that I didn't think they had a, a chance in actually making it happen. They're launched and selling stuff. It's still blowing my mind today that they actually made it through the program and launched and they're making sales. But I did not see what was inside of them at the time. I was just looking at what they gave me, you know, and maybe initially they weren't comfortable saying it, or maybe they didn't see it in themselves till they got into the program. Um, but it's the belief. And it, it's sad to me that there's so many people out there that are capable of so much more. They just don't believe in themselves or they're taking someone else's opinion of them and I can't save them. And, and that's the saddest thing. I cannot save you. If you don't believe in yourself, nothing that I do or say is going to make you believe in yourself. And it's kind of like with my donut shop. I talk about my donut shop a lot. I've had it for 19 years. You can take somebody that has absolutely no skills at all, but if they are a happy, positive personality, I can make them into the best employee you have ever seen because I can teach them the skills. I cannot teach them the attitude. So true. So true. But the other part of it is that it takes a special person to do the coaching as well and bring that out in someone. And I think that's one of the reasons why it's so incredibly important to have a coach because oh, yeah. there's so much information. There's no way that you will ever know unless you see it through someone else's eyes. So tell us what you found in coaching. Well, it's funny because I had always read Napoleon Hill's books and I'm trying to think Tony Robbins may have touched on getting into a mastermind, but Napoleon Hill was all about getting into a mastermind. And I remember being a teenager and thinking, well, where in the world do I find a mastermind? And, uh, you know, even through college, like, where are my people? Where, where are these people that I keep hearing about that are like me that I need to find to support me? And it wasn't until the internet started, I was actually first year in college, I think when the internet like came out and, uh, I still laugh because side note, my husband was taking me to Cancun. This was back in 1997, January of 97. And he said, let's pull up the internet and see if we can find some pictures of Cancun and I can show you what it looks like. There were two pictures of Cancun on the internet, you guys. I mean, I could not believe, like thinking back, I must feel like I'm lying by telling that story because it's so hard to believe that there were only two pictures of Cancun. So, but anyway, what the internet has brought is a beautiful thing because it has allowed me and a bunch of other people to find their people, their mastermind people. And so I hired a coach in 2019 and she's the one that put the, the, the idea in my head. I had never thought of coaching until then. And I saw her coaching people on business. And I thought, wow, I always thought that I would be a professor. Like I got my master's degree because I wanted to be, I wanted to teach in college, right? I wanted to be a college professor. That's on my bucket list is I want to be a professor and, and sit at the front of the class and teach the class. 
And I always thought I would teach business or entrepreneurship or something fun like that. And so here the internet starts and I find coaching and it's like, what in the world? I started my own coaching program. I don't need to be in a college, you know? So it was funny how it all kind of, the internet just kind of turned coaching on its head, right? So I was able to find coaches to make me better and pull me along. And I learned the value of coaching. And you and I have a similar coach. And I cannot tell you, I can tell you one thing. I wouldn't be sitting here if I didn't have my coaches pushing me because this is something that I was scared to do, right? I was scared to put myself out there on video. I was scared to go on podcasts. I was scared to podcast myself. But the coaches behind you are the ones that believe in you when you can't believe in yourself. And so I, it, it's just been amazing. And so I hope that I can be a, an amazing coach to ladies that are in my life, the ones you know that find me and sign up to work with me. I only hope that I can be as good as, as my coaches. That brings us to another topic, which we spoke about earlier, and that is fear. Um, We all have massive fears about different things, and it doesn't have to be rational. But talk to us a little bit about the fears that you've had and how you've overcome them. Yeah, I I just I keep thinking of I heard someone say, do feel the fear and do it anyway five or 10, 15 years ago. And I have found that the most success, the biggest successes that I've had have been when I've been scared. So it's funny now because when I get scared to do something that I'm being pushed to do by my coach, I know that there's going to be an awesome thing on the other side of it. And so I've been working through that myself. Like, it was, it was probably two years ago when my coach told me that I was going to have to do a live video and I panicked. I, I was like, what do you mean? She's like, okay, I need you to record yourself really quickly. I just need like a 30 second video of you saying this, you know, this type of thing. And I was like, what? I, I actually kept all the recordings because it took me like 20 takes to actually get the words out without stumbling on myself (laughs) and I sent it to her and she was like oh that's amazing and I said what do you mean that's amazing and she was like oh you're so authentic I love it you know and if I hadn't had her I would have never done that but that's one of those things you know feel the fear and do it anyway and then another time I was sitting there and it was when I first started doing challenges And I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot do this challenge. People are going to be like on Zoom calls with me and listening to me and I'm going to be teaching them. And I was scared beyond belief. And she made me stand up. She said, stand up right now at your desk. And so I'm on Zoom with my coach and I stand up. (laughs) She said, I want you to shout, I am superwoman. And I said, what? That's so silly, but I did it. And oh my gosh, after I did it, I was like, wow, that really helped me. I feel better now. So I started doing things like that before I would have to do things that I was scared to do. I would go into the area before I went live. I would sit there. I'd make sure I was ready. 
15 minutes ahead of time so that I had time to prepare myself mentally for 15 minutes. I had to tell myself that I was capable. I was strong. I knew what I was doing. I was superwoman. These ladies wanted to hear what I had to say. And so as time went on, I found myself not having to do that because I was more confident. Now I can run into a Zoom call 60 seconds before it starts, hit the button, off I go, no big deal. Uh, so that's my biggest advice is to when you feel the fear and you are doing something that will grow your business or that your coach is telling you to do, and I see it all the time with the ladies in my program, you have to do it anyway. You still do. There is no backing out because what happens if you back out and you don't do it? Nothing. Nothing. So that, that's something that I've been going through a lot lately. Um, Ann, and I know you and I both just launched podcasts and <laughs> that was something that was super scary to me. And I, I just knew that I had to do it anyway. And luckily I had an awesome coach, you know, <laughs> saying you will do this and, and get it done by this time. And that's when you're going to see the best results. For sure. For sure. And the other thing that I think is absolutely fascinating is that we have an image of ourselves that is not always truthful. So you don't know what your inner self is capable of unless you allow yourself to step out there. And that's an amazing experience. It's truly an amazing experience because when we're growing up, we don't always get the encouragement that we need. And so there's always somebody inside that has a whole lot to say. Yeah, so and I think that the beauty of coaching too is that they see you differently than you see yourself. And that's one of the most important things is they see something in you or they wouldn't be working with you. And so it's their job to pull that out of you and help you to be successful. And so that's what I do with the ladies I work with is, you know, I cheer them on. I'm there when they have a bad day. I'm there to say, hey, I know you hit this much in sales, but you can hit this much in sales next month. And, and I'll never forget one of my clients, I said, well, I, you're going to do this much. And she was like, are you kidding me? Like she couldn't see it herself, but it was so cool because when I told her that it lit up something inside and you know what? She actually did that. And the next month she did even more in sales and she continues to increase her sales. But it was that one little push you know, someone believing in them and pushing them and the consistency of having somebody cheering you on and believing in you. And that's why, honestly, Facebook is so amazing. I know there are some things about Facebook that um, everyone has trouble with, but the coolest thing about it is the community and just being able to build those relationships. And, um, so that's something that I think goes along with a great coaching program is also having the community behind it. I found that as well. I certainly would never have imagined years ago that I would be sitting where I'm sitting. Um, people 
always assume that you get to a certain age and then you just disappear. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I said, not so fast. (laughs) I still have places to go. Exactly. Yeah. So that's really exciting. And um, it's wonderful to hear about the women that you've been able to coach. And how have you found business change in the last few years? Because it certainly has with the internet. Uh, You were saying that there were only two pictures when you originally got on the internet. And now we're overwhelmed with information. Yeah, I think the most important thing with the internet right now is relationship building. And that's what's going to put you above. Like they say, there's all this noise. How do you stand out in the noise? You stand out with the relationship. So that's something that I teach in my academy is you build the like, know, and trust factor, right? People want to buy from their friends and people they trust. And so with the internet, you can't meet someone. You don't walk into the brick and mortar and say, hey, you know, how'd you get started and have the conversation about things like that, like you typically would have in the past. So over the last two years, the ladies that I've seen that are doing really well in my program are the ones that are building the relationships. They're getting out there in front of people. People are getting to know them. They're an actual person and not just a business. They put the the face to the business. And those are the ones that are successful. That's how you stand out. And so that's been the coolest thing about business. Um, and, and I've actually done it too. Like, like I said, I was always behind the scenes on my boutique. I never once put my face on anything. Um, not even my about me page, just, I didn't want it to be about me. And I think that was a big mistake. I think that, um, you have to put yourself out there. Even if you're introverted, be yourself because you're going to attract those introverts. You're going to attract people like you and they're going to want to do business with you. So it doesn't matter. You don't have to have like the perfect personality type. You know, you just be yourself and people will like you for who you are and they'll, they'll do business with you. So that's been the coolest thing that I've seen in the last few years. I found the exact same thing to be true. Uh, I hid behind my mother's name. My mother was the star and I was just kind of in the back room doing my thing. But the advantage of the whole boutique market online is that you have people who actually get to know the things that you are really looking for. And they can save time, they can save energy, and you're a real person and you can actually help them. You're not some type of robot that is just going to crank stuff out and send it. So I think, yeah. and, and today that's so important because we live in a world where we never get a chance to actually be in touch with someone. Right, and, and I think uh, the whole live selling thing is a key. It it really is because it lets people see you. They get to know you, you know, and you can be silly and you can do funny things. And, and it's like hanging out in person almost. Um, so I think, I think that is the thing. And also people are spending more money, I think, because it's easier. It's easier. I mean, I literally have been to the grocery store twice in the last year 
but guess what? I'm a, I've, I've saved over a thousand hours. My app tells me because I, I shop on an app, a grocery app, and they, they bring me my groceries and think how much more I buy because I don't have to physically leave my house. So that has translated to online shopping too, right? With boutiques and, and all kinds of things, you know, people, they're going to spend more because they don't have to go, oh, okay, let's go to the store on Saturday and we'll take two hours and it's going to take, you know, 15 minutes to get there. And then we're going to have to try stuff on. It's just so much more convenient. So I think people are spending more money. Yeah. But they're also saving money too, because they're not, not only are they not wasting their time, but when you get to know your clients, you're able to give them the clothing that they're interested in getting. Right. So they're not, they don't have a lot of stuff hanging in their closets that they definitely never wanted because you have an interest in their likes and you get right. to know them. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually think it is too. Uh, I, I'm in love with uh, so much that the internet has to offer. So tell us, how did you decide to get into podcasting? Well, I had a coach. <laughs> I still have her. I have multiple coaches. I have about five or six coaches and one of them, actually two of them in, in a session we were doing said, if you want to hit your sales goals, you are going to have to put yourself out there. And, and it's so funny because I say that to my ladies too, you know, you're going to have to, to put yourself out there. <laughs> and uh, so they said, you need to be on stages speaking to build that relationship. And so you either need to get, start getting speaking gigs or you need to start going on podcasts. And I said, okay, I'll take the easy way because I don't want to have to travel and be on stages physically. So I'm going to start being on podcasts. And so that's where I met our podcast coach. And I'd always had it on my bucket list to start a podcast, but I thought, you know, maybe in like five years or something, you know, you, you always, you, it's never the right time, right. Um, for those things on your bucket list. And so the opportunity came up and I thought, you know what, this is my sign. I need to do it. And, um, so it was being pushed. Honestly, that's why I started it because I actually have lists of things that I feel like the world needs to know from me, but I <laughs> didn't have a way to tell them. You know, and podcasting is so cool too because you can help so many people. So I, yeah. So that's how I started the podcast. I I ran into the right person at the right time, and I wouldn't have met her had I not put myself out there. So putting yourself out there leads to to newer, greater things. So true, and that's something else I've had to learn. I've had to learn to open myself up to the possibilities. Yeah, definitely. So it's an, an absolutely amazing world, and I'm so excited. So you mentioned that you have this huge list of what you're looking to accomplish. Um, where do you go next? Uh, book. I have a book coming at some point. It's been pushed off because of the podcast launch, but... It's in the works. So 
That was another thing that's been on my list since, gosh, probably since I was an early teenager. You know, I've always loved books and I always wanted to write a book. And um, so that will be just an amazing accomplishment. I may hit my big bucket things all in one year. We'll see. Because, you know, you've got momentum, right? Once you start getting that snowball going, you know, it just keeps rolling down the hill and picking up momentum and, you know, on to the next thing after the book, you know, maybe it's something that I haven't thought of yet. Amazing. Well, I am certainly looking forward to listening to more of your podcasts because I love hearing your story and I'm looking forward to hearing from your guests as well. So tell our listeners how they can find you. Uh, the best place to find me is onlineboutiquecoaching.com. That is my boot camp that, um, that I offer so they can grab a copy of that and see, spend five hours working with me <laughs> in that boot camp uh, to see if, if owning an e-com store is right for them. Uh, they can also find me on my own podcast, She Crushes Ecom Podcasts. How wonderful. Well, all of that information will be in the show notes. So I encourage everyone who's listening to not only check out your podcast, follow, download, and leave a review uh, so that you can see what your listeners have to say. Uh, thank you so very, very much for joining me today. And I'm certainly looking forward to, oh, I did want to ask one other question. Can people enter your coaching program at any time or do you have specific uh, times when people can enter? Yeah, it's open anytime right now. So I used to open and close, but it's open all the time. So whenever you're ready, come jump on in. <laughs> Wonderful. So again, for all of our listeners, check out the show notes. Uh, be sure to follow, download, and leave a review. And we'll certainly look forward to hearing from you and, and listening to your podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. Sure. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. Please follow us, submit a rating and review, and share us with your friends. This helps our message reach more listeners. For more information about my products, visit justwantedtoask.com. Thank you. Thank you.